Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, again, we come thanking you for this day and this podcast. We thank you for those who have tuned in to listen this week. We continue to ask for peace in this land. We pray the blood of Jesus over leukemia. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. We continue our study on the names and titles of Jesus. I hope you've been using these names in your prayer life. Grab a pen and paper and let's go. Jesus is called a friend of the tax collectors and sinners in Matthew eleven nineteen. This was one of the criticisms of Jesus, that he hung out with tax collectors who were despised by the Jews as they collected taxes for the Roman government and often kept the overage, which was also legal. He was also criticized for eating with sinners. One of Jesus' disciples, Levi, called Matthew, was a tax collector. He is called the captain of salvation in Hebrews 2 and 10. He is our redeemer in Job 19.25 and Isaiah 59.20. My friends, years ago, I remember my mother would save S&H green stamps in books. And when you had saved enough books, you could redeem or trade in the books for dinnerware, silverware, or other household items, free of charge. But the items weren't really free. In order to get the green stamps, you had to purchase something. Our freedom from God's wrath for our sins was not free. It cost Jesus his precious blood to redeem us. He is also our ransom in Mark 10, 45 and 1 Timothy 2 and 6. As our ransom, he traded himself for guilty sinners. That would be you and I. He is the good shepherd in John 10 and 11, which says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. My Christian friends, this is such a beautiful image that Jesus is willing to give his life to save the sheep. John 10 and 14 says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I am known of mine. Folks, Jesus knows who belongs to him and he has known who you are before the beginning of time. It is our job to get to know him through his word. He is the great shepherd of the sheep in Hebrews 13.20. He is the shepherd and bishop of our souls in 1 Peter 2.25. He is the chief shepherd in 1 Peter 5 and 4. He is the head in Ephesians 4.15, while in Colossians 1.18, he is the head of the body, the church. My Christian comrades, believers make up the church, the body of Christ, and he is the head or the source. He is also a stone in Isaiah 28:16, Matthew 21:44, and Luke 20:18. He is also a tried stone in Isaiah 28:16, and a precious cornerstone in that same verse. Folks, tried stone may be interpreted trial stone. Jesus was tried and tempted, but he did not sin. The precious cornerstone is the stone that sets the walls for the rest of the building. It is the most important stone in the building. He is the stone that causes men to stumble in Isaiah 8:14 and 1 Peter 2 and 8. 
My friends, when you put your trust in Jesus, He is your shelter. But when you decide to go at it alone, you will trip over Him and fall to destruction. He is the stone the builders rejected in Psalm 118.22, Matthew 21.42, Mark 12.10, Luke 20.17, Acts 4 and 11, and 1 Peter 2 and 7. He is the chief cornerstone in Ephesians 2 and 20. He is the foundation in 1 Corinthians 3 and 11. Friends, if the foundation of a building is level, the rest of the building will be level. If you are looking for a church, make sure its foundation is Jesus. Not the founder or the founder's spouse, not the sound system or the choir, not the architecture. Make sure it's all about Jesus. If the church doesn't preach Jesus crucified, you need to find a new church. He is the spiritual rock in 1 Corinthians 10 and 4. He is the way in John 14 and 6. He is the door in John 10, 9. My friends, sheep pens were made with only one entrance. The shepherd would lie down in front of the entrance, effectively becoming the door to keep the sheep in and the wolves out. He is the physician in Luke 4, 23, who has come to heal this broken world. He is the light of men in John 1 and 4, and the light in John 1 and 5. He is the true light in John 1 and 9, the light of the world in John 8, 12, and John 9, 5. He is the great light in Isaiah 9 and 2, and the light for the Gentiles in Isaiah 42 and 6, and Isaiah 49 and 6. Folks, we live in a dark world. The darkness cannot overcome the light. Evil cannot overcome good. So when you accept Jesus, you are giving him permission to shine his light on your darkness. All of the things that you are trying to hide, things that Jesus already knows about, things that your friends didn't know about. These dark areas of your life are shown to you as unconfessed sin. Once exposed, the chains of these sins are then released and they can no longer hold you. You are free. You are free from that bondage. He is the son of righteousness, that's S-U-N, in Malachi 4 and 2, and the day spring in Luke 1, 78. He is the day star in 2 Peter 1, 19. Each of these titles promotes Jesus as the one who can bring light to your darkest day. He is the prince of life in Acts 3, 15, and he is our life in Colossians 3 and 4. He is the husband in 2 Corinthians 11 and 2 and Revelation 21 and 2. He is the bridegroom in John 3, 29, Matthew 9, 15, Mark 2, verses 19 and 20, and Luke 5, verses 34 and 35. My friends, Christ is the bridegroom and the church is his bride. He is the first and the last in Revelation 1, 17, Revelation 2 and 8, and Revelation 22, 13. He is Alpha and Omega in Revelation 1 and 8, Revelation 21, 6, and Revelation 22, 13. He is the beginning and the end in Revelation 21 and 6. He is the one who is and was and is to come in Revelation 1 and 4 and Revelation 1, 8. My Lord rules over the past, the present, and the future. He is the author and finisher of our faith in Hebrews 12 and 2. He has the title of firstborn, first begotten, 
first rank or creator in many areas. He is firstborn of all creation in Colossians 1 and 15, the first begotten in Hebrews 1 and 6, the firstborn in Psalm 89, 27, the firstborn son in Luke 2, 7, the firstborn among many brothers in Romans 8, 29, and the firstborn among the dead in Colossians 1, 18, the first begotten from the dead in Revelation 1, 5. He is the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep in 1 Corinthians 15, 20, and first fruits in 1 Corinthians 15, 23. My friends, in the Old Testament, farmers would give the first fruits of the harvest to God and receive his blessings. Our blessing comes through the resurrection of Jesus. Since we are joined with him, we will also rise with him. He is heir to all things in Hebrews 1 and 2 and the desire of all nations in Haggai 2 and 7. He is the messenger of the covenant in Malachi 3 and 1, the refiner's fire in Malachi 3 and 2. He is the refiner of silver in Malachi 3 and 3, and the purifier of silver in that same verse. My Christian friends, it is important to note that once you give your life to Christ, he is able to refine you, but it is a process. You must be willing to let him be Lord of your life and turn you into a vessel that he can use for his glory. Sometimes that requires being melted down and starting all over. He is the leader and commander of his people in Isaiah 55 and 4. He is the ruler in Israel in Micah 5 and 2. And he is our governor in Matthew 2 and 6. Finally, he is the king of all the saints in Revelation 15 and 3. My friends, those who have been chosen and have chosen to live with Jesus throughout eternity have also chosen to let him be king over their lives. As citizens of the kingdom, we are expected to obey the king. Let's see how we're doing. The king says to love one another. I think you will all agree that that area needs some improvement. The king says, take the gospel to all the world. I think we're doing a pretty good job in that area. We need to work on keeping his commands. If you'd like to let the king of kings rule over your life, pray with me. Father, I accept your invitation to become a citizen of your kingdom, to live for you so that I can live with you. In Jesus' name, the King of the Saints, amen. Folks, this concludes our series on the names and titles of Jesus. I hope you will use these scriptures in your prayer life. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org, click on the donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.